here? Are they coming? Oh, shh. Here they come. Here they come. Surprise! Surprise! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 80, which we are recording on Thursday, January 22nd, and it is our podcast anniversary. Woo! Three years. Three years. So Happy today, three. Charlene had the brilliant idea of let's do, do something totally different, and today's episode is a mashup of all of our favorite party themes. Including the surprise party. Yes. Welcome in. (laughs) So welcome to the episode. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we are really excited. We've been planning this for quite a while, bouncing ideas back and (laughs) forth. And instead of our regular segments, we've kind of adapted them to a party theme, including party favors. And party clothes. And party everything. Planning and (laughs) but the party favors were Charlene's brilliant idea. We have a stash of prizes, fabulous prizes that have been donated over the last several years, and we're giving them all the way to you today. So stay tuned at the end of every little segment today, we're going to have a party favor giveaway. So what are we starting with? What are we wearing? Party style? Party Party clothes. Party Party clothes. clothes. Oh, party hats. Definitely. We both knit a lot of hats, especially in 2014. So what was your favorite hat that you knit? I actually have two favorite hats. So the one favorite in terms of I knit it three times was (laughs) I Was a Teenage Mutant, which is a pattern by Alex Tinsley, and it's in the Doomsday Knits book that she published. And it was my favorite because it is literally just around and around and around. And then at the top, you kitchener it together so it looks like it's folded over on top of itself. That's right. I wanted to make one of those. I need to put that back I need to put that in my queue so I remember. (laughs) It's fantastic. It really is such a simple knit, and it's one of those you literally don't have to think about it until you get to the right length, and then you kitchener it. That's awesome. Ta-da! It was done. That's awesome. That was my first favorite. What about you? Mine is the Hohi Locatelli hat that I made recently called Field of Wild Flowers. It's a great pattern that's got a little... A slip stitch, I guess you would call it. And it's perfect for those single skeins of variegated yarn, as the name implies, with the field of flowers. Bright, colorful yarn looks great in the slip stitch pattern. I knit mine slightly slouchy, and I think I have enough of another yarn in my stash to make a more fitted version. So I'm going to hopefully be casting that one on sometime soon. The slip stitch was easy to do, easy to memorize, and I even noticed that Hohi has a pattern using that stitch pattern in a variegated yarn in one of the new Malabrigo books that came out recently. A sweater in one of those books? Yeah, it's a sweater that's called Huga, Mahuga, and it's got, she uses the Arcoitis colorway, so it's got all the colors I and love it's that gorgeous. <laughs> that means rainbow. Yes. In Spanish yes. or in Spanish. Spanish. Probably it's it very Maybe well both. could be Portuguese too, yeah. I'm not sure. But it's yeah. lovely. Lovely, lovely. That was so, a very enjoyable knit. Field of flowers. And my second one is Skiff. That was the Jared Flood hat that I knit in December. And Although it took me a long time to knit, I actually really love wearing it. I don't get many opportunities to wear it here because it's a very warm hat, 
but I knit that brim so deep that it can pull down and keep my entire head and ears warm. And I used a new to me yarn, Gilliat, by a French yarn producer, and I loved the yarn. Mm -hmm. So that ends up being one of my favorite 2014 hats too. Highly recommend the pattern. It's very cableicious. So it's not, it's the actual opposite of I was a teenage mutant. That is a brainless <laughs> hat. Skiff requires a lot of a attention. A lot of attention. Yeah. yeah. So both ends of the spectrum represented yeah. there. Yeah. Well, my, what I called my runner up hats were some scrappy hats that I knit in January of last year that were ultimately donated to Halos of Hope. I knit a basic ribbed band for several inches and then finished the top in simple stockinette. But I really enjoyed them because I striped them. They were hats that I made out of scraps of some of my favorite sweaters that I had knit. Oh, fun. So every time I was knitting hat using up scraps, it was a yarn that I really liked, obviously, if I had made a sweater for myself out of it. So that was fun. They were some of my favorite hats that I knit for the year. Just basic stripey hats. Excellent. Yeah. Any other runners up? Nope, that's it for me. Then we get to do our first party favor. <laughs> Yay! Party favor! <laughs> so just a little background on how I picked. I did the random number generator yesterday to determine the prizes and the winners. And I took our entire membership spreadsheet that you can download from the group and did random number generation on the 1,850 members we have. And wow. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I was just blown away by that number. Thank you guys all so much. And the first prize is a skein of yarn from the Knitting Boutique. And it is their Susquehanna Fingering, which is 85% wool and 15% silk. Charlene and I both test drove this, and it's a beautiful yarn. And I think it's that grello and gray variegated. Yeah. It's a really pretty combination of colors. And the winner is, drumroll! Ravelry name Straight Fork, who is Kathy. Congratulations, Kathy. She recently participated in the Hito Fude knit along, so she knit the Hito Fude, and she participated in the self indulgent knit along from last year. Yay. So, congratulations, Kathy, and party favor number one. Very cool. <laughs> so, for this and all the prizes, please contact one of us, and I would say within the first few months of the year. Yeah, let's give least. it until the end of the knit along maybe. So that until good. the middle of March. Because good. we only have two claimed unclaimed prizes, I think, from our whole entire history of prizes. Yeah. But we want to make sure that Charlene doesn't get overwhelmed. She's our prize keeper. So <laughs> basically we're going to try to make sure that we are rotating them out on a regular basis. Yeah. So if we don't hear from you by mid March, we'll put it back into the prize pool. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so back to our party clothes. What was your MVK? MVK, Most Valuable Knit of 2014. That was a tough one. It was tough. Mm -hmm. That was a really tough one. And ultimately, the criteria that I used to pick was, number one, did it make me happy? Number two, did, I don't know how to say this, did other people like the sweater too. I get that. Did you get compliments yes, and praise? Yes, and, yeah. yeah. And, and it's not necessarily that I wanted compliments and praise. Oh, we but, all do. Well, well we, make it. <laughs> we really this, do. This particular sweater that I made, the thing that I loved about it is that I, my sample 
inspired one, two, three other women at the local yarn store to make the same sweater. And one of them is currently knitting her third. Ooh, so I know what this is. <laughs> the sweater that I'm talking about is called Svalbard, and it's by Bristol Ivy. It's got so many elements that I really love. Number one, unusual construction. I, I'm a sucker for unusual yep, construction. I love it. The cartridge rib pattern was never boring. It, it was fun to knit. The sweater itself wasn't a huge sweater and it wasn't right. long it wasn't the sleeves were just past elbow length and it didn't have closures on the front so there were a lot of things that made the sweater go quickly i didn't have to knit long sleeves i didn't have to knit a long long hem on the, or a long a long ways on the body because it's a shorter sweater and the front didn't have buttons or fastenings or anything and it wasn't so, too drapey so there wasn't a lot of fabric exactly in the exactly so it had that going for it too it, it it knit up rather quickly and the results are completely different from any other sweater that i don't own. forget about the cute heart in the back and it's got the cute heart in the back yes and the little heart that's basically at the back of your up right below upper your back neck. Yeah, yeah upper back and a, a yarn, not a new yarn to me, but one that I've really enjoyed working with for the past few years, the Stonehenge Fiber Mill Shepherd's Wool in Worsted. Loved that. And it was just so fun to have other knitters be inspired by my sweater, cast on their own, help them pick their yarn, see the sweater come together. It's great. That is so. fantastic. <laughs> that must have been a very rewarding knit. Yeah, and I not... love the fact that I'm, I'm seeing one of the knitters on her third one. Is That's that Carol? really neat. Alice. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, these are people that I actually know in real life, too. Some of them, <laughs> they are from our local yarn store, which is the Swift Stitch in Santa Cruz. We don't say that often enough, but we should be promoting our local yarn store, I think. <laughs> great yarn store, great selection, awesome people, great knit social time. What is it, every other Friday or something? It's every Friday. Every these Friday days, now. Yeah. And it yeah. goes pretty much from opening until early afternoon, right? Mm -hmm. there are some as people... long as people want to sit and knit. And they have a beautiful little area in the front that has a couch and several chairs, which is right near the cash register. So everybody kind of congregates there, yet other people can still shop. It's just a very welcoming little environment. So that's the Swift Stitch. It's in Santa Cruz <laughs> on the extreme west end of mm -hmm. Santa Cruz. So, And it's, what, five-minute walk to the beach from mm -hmm. the store? Pretty at much. At the most, and yeah. you're walking, you go right onto West Cliff. Yeah. So anyone visiting Santa Cruz, it's a really nice little area to visit. It is. It is. So what was your right. MVK? Like you said, hard decision to make because there were so many things I knit in 2014 that I enjoyed, mm -hmm. and I didn't knit as many sweaters as I normally knit. So I was knitting a lot of different things. Which I was... didn't knit as many sweaters this year. Isn't that well, I didn't knit as much this year. Yeah, overall, I don't think I did. Yeah. yeah. So my criteria ended up being what do I wear the most? Which of my knits are on my body or someone else's, if it wasn't for me? Most frequently. Okay. And given that criteria, there were actually two. The first one that I wear the most is Magnolia, which mm. is a hohi pattern. Charlene and I both knit it, so most of you have heard about it. But just a brief recap, it is a top-down cardigan, button front. It has a V neck, 
and it has a fun garter top with short rows so that the back of it's a little higher than the front and then it's stockinette from there down. I believe it's raglan sleeve. Is it raglan? No, I don't remember. It's... Oh, no, it's the sleeves are kind of like boxy, I think. You start yes. and go from... I'm trying to think. There's so it's slightly word. oversized at the top. Slightly oversized, Is what it is. Yes. And I knit mine to just below butt length, so it's the easiest thing I own to just put on for wearing at home when it's not too cold. And the yarn, I used Western Sky Knits single-ply fingering in the Violetta colorway, which... I, when I bought it, I was so attracted to it. It's a purple and brown variegated yarn, but it's a very subtle variegation, even though it's purple and brown. It just works in a magical mm -hmm. way. And I was so attracted to it, but when I started knitting it, I was concerned, oh, it has a lot of brown. Will I actually wear it? I wear it all the time. <laughs> so that was my biggest hit of 2014, the Magnolia Cardigan by Hohe with Western Sky Knits yarn. Do you have another one? No, I don't. Oh, I could, I picked two. That's kind of cheating because it's most valuable <laughs> that you should only have one, right? But I was, I think I wear this almost as much as Magnolia. Yeah, I want to hear which ones you pick. Ease. Oh, okay. Ease by Alicia Plummer, which is one of my more recent knits. I was going to say, that's very recently finished. It is, but it is so darn comfortable and so easy to pull on and so soft and wonderful that Charlene and I have both also knit that sweater. And I, I think we both did the funnel neck, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So that's another top-down sweater. And as the name implies, ease. It does have a lot of positive ease. I knit it to be a pullover sweatshirt type of garment. And that's mm -hmm. exactly how I wear it. And that was also knit in dun, 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 Western Sky Knits. <laughs> Do we have a theme here? Mm -hmm. And that was in their Willow Worsted, which is a merino cashmere nylon blend. So it is pure heaven against your skin, as is their single-ply fingering. So... Comfort level, a 10. Wearability, a 10. Color, a 10. Everything about it. Those two sweaters I just love. They are the most wearable sweaters in my entire wardrobe. Great. So, yeah, I had two. Sorry, I cheated. <laughs> it's okay. So, time for another party favor? Yes. Do you want to do this one? Party favor. This one is a skein of the knitting boutique Severn DK, and that goes out to lightning on rav who is lynn congratulations lynn and you not only have been a longtime member of the podcast but charlene and i both also follow you on instagram do. which is fun you have some great entertaining stuff out there and i'm pulling the severn out of the bag i knit my mom a pair of fingerless mitts with this last year or not last year the year before when we received it oh it's not severn it says ohana Oops. i wrote it down incorrectly but this is even better because I, okay, that was my mistake. I knew it was Susquehanna because that's what I knit with. It's 85% Polworth, 15% mm -hmm. silk. It is so soft. It is. So her mitts, it I is. knit her the Ritzy mitt pattern. That was the Indie Gift Along 2013. Mm -hmm. And it was a great pattern, really fun. I will knit those again. And with the super, super soft yet hardy yarn because of the Polworth. So DK weight, and it's in their Amethyst colorway which is a natural dyed color that's kind of a purple-leaning brown. Mm -hmm. It's really pretty. It so anyone who pretty. hasn't checked out the Knitting Boutique before, fabulous different yarn blends and colors and very well worth checking out. So congratulations, Lynn.
All right, what's okay. our next party theme? So, party planning. Woohoo! What are you planning? What's in your knitting kind of plans <laughs> for 2015? What did they call those things? Filofaxes? Is that what they called the organizer things that yes. people used to carry around? Yes. Yeah, what's in your filofax? What's in 2015? <laughs> your knitting filofax. Yeah, now it's what's in your phone. Or yeah, what's exactly. In your... <laughs> what's in your smartphone calendar for 2005? So, 2015. I, <laughs> I wrote down three things that I think are all achievable for me. I did too. First one, most basic. Gail and I both mentioned that we felt we had knit less last year. I want this year to be a year that I knit more often. <laughs> Good for you. And in order to facilitate that, my second somewhat goal or party planning moment is to plan my projects a little bit better. I often find that I have two or three things on the needle, needles that end up in the same spot or that are the same kind of projects. And when I say end up in the same spot, meaning maybe I'm looking for something that I can grab and go and yet I'm at a chart on one project. I'm, I need to take this project off the needles and try it on. Got it. Yeah. And the last one is something that it, maybe it's not so portable. And I spent a lot of time this year wishing I had other kinds of projects on the needles to grab and go or something to knit. Just when I felt, when I didn't feel like, doing a focused type of project. So I just need to plan my projects a little bit more. Maybe have one or two more projects on the needles at a time. You know what's really interesting listening to you talk? I, so you're going backwards because I moved more in the direction of having more projects on the needles, more varied projects, so there's always something mindless mm -hmm. learning from you. Because you always <laughs> used to have that, and I always used to think, gosh, she's so smart to have all those like strategically planned projects. So you've kind of regressed a little bit. I just, this past year was been just... too busy and too much health stuff going on and all I, sorts of I had a lot of distractions, yeah. and I wasn't really good about organizing my projects and having that one grab-and-go project always available or always on the needles or, or a couple of those right so I just need to get my party planning in gear <laughs> I think you do and and just have something available at all times and my third party planning item that I think another another thing that will help facilitate that is I do not have my complete stash on Ravelry. I have a lot of it. And most of you know, I don't keep a huge stash either. So when I say I don't have it all on Ravelry, there's probably two or two to three sweater quantities maybe that aren't on Ravelry and probably lots of miscellaneous skeins I, where I really fall down is the miscellaneous skeins. But it's mostly the sweater quantities that I want to get in there because those are the ones that if I'm out and about and I see something, I want to be reminded of what I have that I can use to complete whatever it is I've seen. 
So like if you're on the go and you want to check your Ravelry right. stats on your phone or right. something like that, yeah, I get that. So all of those things working in conjunction towards a little bit more organization, perhaps. That's all. <laughs> so kind of your overarching theme might be yeah. organization. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And putting all your yarn in your Ravelry stash could be part of the love the yarn you have. That's true. A lot true. of people, yeah. that's one of their goals for the quarter is to get all oh, of their yarn into I their see. Ravelry stash so that they can access it. That yeah. was actually this morning when I caught up in that thread. That was a big topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, people talking about how accessible it is that way and you don't miss anything right. when you are on the go and right. searching. And you've done this before, but I've never done it. Searched your Ravelry stash by or sorted it by color. Oh, I just did that for the first time yesterday, and it was so much fun. That is fun. That is fun, and it I only like works that. if when you enter your stash, you, you select you the pick color something from the pull down menu. Right, yeah. but I highly recommend doing that because That's it's fun. really fun to see all of your stash yeah. displayed by color. It was a very fun little yeah diversion in the day. So how about you? What so are you planning? How- your overall or overarching word was organization. Mine is back to lovely yarn you own because <laughs> one of my first on the list for planning was use more domestic yarns mm-hmm. and indie dyers and supporting small businesses. And I have a lot of that yarn, not a lot, but I have a significant amount of that type of yarn in my stash. Mm-hmm. And I want to use it and enjoy what I have. So right now I'm swatching with Beaver Slide 100% Merino. And it is, I think it's probably considered mule spun. And it's in the Snowberry colorway, which is like a marled light pink with a lighter pink and little pops. It almost looks tweedy with little pops Mm -hmm. of pink in it. It's really, really pretty. And it just felt really good to pull this skein out of my stash yesterday and know that I was going to knit with it. So domestic yarn, indie dyer, small businesses, I'm really trying to turn my focus on supporting like the local yarn store. And, you know, not that I won't shop at webs or anything like that. I'm leaving my, you know, everything still works, but trying to narrow the focus that way. And then overall reduction in my stash. I love my stash. I love the yarn I have, and I've been getting better at if there's something in my stash I know I won't knit, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean de-stash it, give it to someone, whatever. I'm going to have some things that I bring to the retreat for the big de-stash. Mm-hmm. And just the, the knowledge that I'm reducing it instead of making it bigger really brings me pleasure. Mm-hmm. So the love, the yarn you have, knit along, or challenge that we have in the X Ravelry group, we have 55 people at least who have defined goals for Q1. That's amazing to me. So there are a lot of people who just are now saying, oh, I want to join. Is it too late to join? It's never too late to join. No. <laughs> just If you're interested, pop on over there. There is a hashtag that Robbie, who is PhotoKnitGal, who organized this, she asked you to put that in your post if you're stating your goals so that that way she can mark it and she's helping people track their goals. And there are prizes. So Robbie is going to make some project bags. I've donated a pattern from Ravelry. Different prizes are popping up. And that wasn't the initial intention when we did it. The initial intention was just love the yarn you have. We don't want to think in terms of yarn diet because that's not fun. So 
it just makes me happy. Every day that I check that thread, it makes me really happy to see all of the interactions and the positive support going on. So overall, like I said, love the yarn I have, but mm -hmm. my focus for the year personally is the word focus. Over the last year and a half, I've had more and more difficulties focusing my attention and concentrating. And one of the things I want to do with knitting planning is to be more mindful of the choices I make. So not just to get caught up in the latest, oh my gosh, that's a beautiful pattern. I must knit it immediately. <laughs> but to actually put some more thought into, will I wear it? Will it fit into my wardrobe? Is that maybe a yarn I want to knit right now? Is it a pattern that makes sense to knit right now? And just to think about it more, because mm -hmm. I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, my stockinette sweaters are the ones I wear the most. Right. I'm wearing a stockinette sweater right now. Ease and Magnolia are both stockinette sweaters. Mm -hmm. So next time I have a cable pattern, I'm going to think a little bit more about it because those don't get worn as much. So just being more mindful and focusing a little bit more on the choices I make instead of being my impatient, spontaneous self. <laughs> so that's my knitting party planning for the year. Okay. All right. We have another party, <laughs> party favor. So this one, this is Lip Balm from Knit, Pray, Love. Sorry, Stitch, Pray, Love on Etsy. And this is, I can't read the, the oh, I can't read it. Sorry, I can't read the label, but it's a one of their lip balms, and Charlene and I both tried them and really liked them. And the lip balm she donated for the prize, along with a $12 store credit to her Etsy shop. Again, that's Stitch Pray Love. She also makes some really great lotion bars that I've tried and really enjoy those as well. It's, Can you read it? It's red velvet cake. Oh, that red velvet yum. cake. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> so that's awesome. And that prize goes to Drumroll! Nitty Girl on Ravelry, and that is Heidi in real life. So congratulations, Heidi. Red Velvet Cake Lip Gloss and $12 credit at the Stitch Pray Love Etsy store. Awesome. Very cool. This is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Our supporting cast. Our supporting cast is in general made up of favorite tools. Yep. And would you like to tell us about your favorite tools? I actually picked four. Okay. So the first one is actually Knit Picks Harmony Wooden Needles. That's a kind of a shocker to me. Over the last, I don't know, six months or so, I've been knitting more and more with these, and I ordered more and more tips, and Charlene was getting rid of an interchangeable set of these needles that she just gave me today, and I'm <laughs> super excited. They are beautiful, kind of rainbow-looking wood, and... They're so smooth. Yarn just slides right off of them, and I really enjoy the feel of them in my hands. And my only dislike of them is that the join isn't quite as smooth as I want it to be, but that's manageable. It's not like it snags my yarn or anything. Mm -hmm. And I had to do one little public service complaint about nitpicks, though. So I bought several needle tips around Christmas time, and I just opened my US 4s the other day. And there was a big, huge snag in the needle, which almost gave me a splinter, snagged my yarn. It was kind of a bummer. They're great about customer service. I called them up or emailed them and said, okay, this is what happened. They said, okay, we'll put a replacement in the mail for you today. Fantastic. I got a piece of cardboard in the mail 
that was bigger than eight and a half by 11. It was probably nine by 12. Gigantic cardboard package for a little set of needle tips. I mean, come on with the waste. Was that really mm-hmm. necessary? So that was just a little disgruntling to me. Yeah. But other than that, I love the needles. So what was one of yours? Well, I knew you were going to do knitting tools, needles. So I kind of went a different light or a different way. I said light, and that's actually my first one. (laughs) My first favorite tool is good lighting. I realize as my eyes are getting older and more tired that I really need good lighting in order to knit in the evenings. And I have to have a good daylight lamp, like an Otlight or a Verilux. I bought myself one years ago, and then I was lucky enough to find another one at a garage sale this year. And I'm spoiled by that. And now regular tungsten lighting just leaves so much to be desired. And, or any lighting, any household lighting that people have it's you know in the evenings i need good light <laughs> so that is probably my number one favorite knitting tool these days a really good lamp see i'm afraid now to try an art lamp because then i think i won't like the lighting i already have mm. i have a can light up in the ceiling right above where i sit at night on the couch to knit so it seems perfect, but I know mm-hmm. that if I get a knot light, I'll think, oh, that can light, it just sucks. It's so good. <laughs> but it, I have no problems knitting at night, so knock on wood for the time being. What's your, what's your second? Okay, my next one. Clover pom-pom makers. I love those <laughs> things. I used to make pom-poms using just the method of cutting cardboard circles out uh-huh. of, you know, corrugated boxes right. and then winding it around that mm-hmm. oh the pom-pom makers are so much easier to use you can make <laughs> a pom-pom really quickly and max made his own pom-poms for his penguin hat using them they're very user-friendly very quick and i really like them cool for me the second thing in addition to that lighting i have to have good seating i have a really nice morris chair that i use to sit in and knit these days and it has room for my arms to move I have a place to put, not on the chair, but I have a place to put my pattern. I have a place to put my drink. I have a, <laughs> my tea is there. And I have to have good seating. I've tried moving around to other places. Something always is wrong. You know, you're, if I sit on the sofa, I'm too far back. It's, it's, it just doesn't work. So Comfort. I have to have good seating. And, you know, when you knit, you if you don't, if you sit there too long, your body lets you know. Yes. With the aches and that sort of thing. So definitely good seating is very, very important. And do either Boo or Poe come sit on your lap while you knit? They do sometimes. I oh. put a picture on Instagram recently, like just a couple of days ago, of Lucy oh. sitting on my lap on the couch. The dog is eight months old, and she thinks she's still eight weeks old. She's huge, and she was sitting, she was more on the arm of the couch than she was on my lap. It was just so funny. Like, Lucy, you are not a tiny dog anymore. So when she decides to sit in my lap, there is no knitting going on. It's pretty funny. That's cute. (laughs) Okay, another one of my favorites is another clover tool, 
and I forgot to look at the label to see what it's called, but it's something you can use to try on your knitting. So typically when I'm gonna try on a sweater, I'll put half of the stitches on one long circular needle and the other half on another. Every time I do that, I'm nervous that I'm gonna lose stitches. Well, Clover makes these, they have a super short type of needle on one end, not quite a knitting needle, a long tube that's like a circular needle cable, and it has a little knob at one end so that your stitches won't fall off the end. You can put that onto your sweater. It's almost big around enough that I can put it around a pullover and try it on without being afraid of losing stitches. It's the fastest way I've ever seen to try on a sweater. And I think Charlene, I tried to find it Googling it yesterday and did not succeed. So I ended up telling myself, I'll go get the wrapper out of the drawer and look at it. And I forgot. So I will look at it and we'll put it in the show notes, but it's really a great little tool to have around. And they're really inexpensive, like $5 maybe. I just saw them at the Swift Stitch the other day too. I didn't even know they were available down the street. So it's a really handy tool if you're a sweater knitter. And they have different ones for different size needles. Yeah. Not for every size, but I think there's two sizes. Too. There's a range, and yes, and yeah. length range as well. And then I did, I had one last thing. My favorite, or one of the things for my supporting cast when I'm knitting is a good movie, good television, ah, or an audiobook or yes. podcasts. I'd love to knit and listen or watch. Me too. So... Those are mine. <laughs> Did you have any specific good shows that you've watched in 2014 for knitting? Because I know a lot of our listeners also watch TV while knitting. Nothing you can think of? I can't think of any. I'm really bad about names of shows. I'm blanking. You're putting me on the spot. One, yeah, and I can't even think of after it. after I said it, my mind went blank, too. The I one, enjoyed Outlander, of course. Yeah, I did, too. One, it's older, but I've watched it at least twice as The Tudors. That was a really mm. great series about Henry VIII. Really great series, great acting, great sets, etc. And the other thing for my supporting cast is not a tool at all. It's just something that I discovered in 2014 that I didn't expect. I really like to hand wind my yarn. I have a Swift at home. I have a ball winder that are both very, very nice. And if I have a lot to wind, I will set them up. But just the pleasure of holding the yarn in my hand and doing the actual hand winding is really enjoyable. If you haven't tried it in a while, you should try it because it's support. It's surprisingly zen. It's zen, and I find that I always learn something about my yarn when I hand wind it. Mm -hmm. I think just holding the it process like that, of holding it. it and working with it tells you a little something about how it will handle when you knit. Yeah, and if it has vegetable matter in it. Right, you notice all those things that you may not notice. Slubs. Yes, you, that you may not notice if you had wound it on a commercial winder and then you had your cake, you may not know that there's a lot of vegetable matter in it until you've knit for a while, or you may not know that there's a knot 10 yards in. And right. You may want to consider that. <laughs> And for those of you who are scratching your head saying, what is vegetable matter? Oh. I wondered that when I first started knitting and heard it discussed, or some people mm -hmm. just call it VM for mm -hmm. short. It's basically pieces of hay or other debris in your yarn. That's hey. a byproduct of the fact that it came off of a real life sheep. Right. So stuff sticks to sheep's <laughs> fleece. And then when it gets processed, sometimes 
you know, the more processed a yarn is, the less likely to, right. you're, you are to find vegetable matter. But the yarn I'm winning, knitting with right now, I did pull a little tiny sliver of it off a little while ago. So it's not a bad thing. It doesn't, it doesn't affect me in a negative way whatsoever. But sometimes if I'm knitting with a woolier yarn, I find I'm picking it out. And mm-hmm. it's just if you hand wind it, you know that that's there. Yeah. So I love to hand wind my yarn. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one more, another party favorite So number four. We are on to some Rye Crafty Revolution Stitch Markers. And that is going out to J.B. Traveler, who is Bobby. Congratulations, Bobby. I actually know Bobby from a different group that I'm on on Ravelry, too. And she's awesome. She knits some beautiful sweaters. So if you want to go check out her projects she's really especially lately she has produced some fabulous sweaters and some really great fibers and some really great colors she goes for the neutrals and i'm not usually a neutral knitter but her stuff is really pretty cool and these stitch markers by the way i was just gonna describe them oh they're just little chain loops chain in terms of yeah what do you even call that stuff Ball chains? It's kind of what they used to use for keychains. Yeah. That it has the little balls and you click them into this Into the little elongated holder. You'd you'd know it instantly if you saw it, but I have no idea what it's called. (laughs) And it's cool because they have five of them. And the idea is you can slip them onto your needle like a regular stitch marker. Or if you have like a four row pattern, you can dangle them off the stitch marker you're using for the end of your round and then take them off or move them as you complete each of the four rounds so you can keep track of your rounds that way too so kind of multi-purpose stitch markers yeah, so congratulations cool. bobby and there are two and, colors in this package yeah so there's a almost a shamrocky green and a really pretty bronze so the bronze reminds me of you bobby <laughs> so congratulations Yay. okay on to Party tastings. Mm, food and drink for a party. <laughs> what are your favorite yarns? So the idea for... was for yarn tasting. So, yes. you know, party food, party food tasting, yarn tasting. It was kind of a jump, but <laughs> we were trying to make all but the party ideas work. work. Yep. So is this your favorite yarn of all time or favorite yarn that you worked with this year I how just, did you do i that? limited it to 2014 okay so what was yours mine overall favorite overall favorite i have to say was working with fingering weight yarns oh i didn't do it by weight that was my favorites to work with this year because we've had a very warm year yep and those are the knits that i wear most often and out of all the fingering white knits that I've done, two yarns were my favorites to work with this year. Almost the same base, their single ply fingering merino. One was from Western Sky Knits that I made two sweaters in this year. I knit my Hito Fude cardigan in a wonderful pink, and then I knit my Headland pullover in that vivid so that was a purpley base Beautiful. and both vibrant wonderful colors i love the garments i love the base and then the the next one was dragonfly fibers pixie also oh, the yeah. single ply 
fingering merino that I knit my Rayune sweater in. And also a very nice single play, single ply. The colors of that were just lovely. Mine was the firecracker colorway, which was a dark, dark brown with the pops of firecracker colors all throughout. Really nice. Gail and I spent a lot of time in the Dragonfly Fiber booth last year at Stitches 2014, picking out colors. Mm -hmm. And I still have two skeins of a bluish gray that I am considering making oh. another Hitofude in because I love my Hitofude. And in the warmer months, I wore it last year a lot. So I'm thinking it might be fun to have a neutral color one as well. And that's a pretty color, too. Yeah, I really like it. Now, speaking of dragonfly fibers, so I am planning to really limit my spending at Stitches this year. And one of the sweater quantities I'm going to allow myself is a skein of firecracker oh. colorway <laughs> from dragonfly fibers. I don't know for sure if I'll do it on pixie or if maybe I'll be attracted to another base, but yeah. that's one of the ones I've told myself I can buy. Yeah, really and lovely. Palisades, the blue that you just used from neighborhood fiber company mm -hmm. that's the other one that's on my list nice. so i'm totally copying her. <laughs> shamelessly copying her because her we, colorway choices we, are so amazing we don't copy each other we just share ideas okay i like that too although they say imitation is the highest form of flattery so we gail that's it's really funny to hear gail say that because when you look on ravelry if you go to the people page at the very bottom of the people page you have your neighbors section and Gail and I have so many projects in common <laughs> that we are each other's nearest neighbors, so yep. to speak. <laughs> it's true. Well, and strangely enough, one of my top favorite yarns, Western Skynet Single Ply Fingering. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So, okay. Let's hear yours. <laughs> and we, don't, we did not collaborate did not. in our show notes. These were completely independent yes. from one another. So my overall favorite from 2014 was Western Sky Knits in general because, hey, my two favorite sweaters of this year were from oh, their yarns. So right. single ply fingering merino and the willow merino cashmere nylon blend in worsted weight. Mm -hmm. So, and they also, she has her... BFL silk and merino silk blends and I used that in my puck shawl that I wore the other day to work and my obsidian pullover so a lot of yarns that I knit with this year even if they didn't make it onto my top most valuable knit list mm -hmm. were with Kim's yarns yeah. so I really really love western sky knits and Heather's too I haven't knit with Heather's colorways this year but I have a couple of them in my stash that I'm really looking forward to knitting so yeah. That's my overall favorite. Did you have more for the yarn? Nope. That was, those two were mine. I cheated again. <laughs> <laughs> there were two new-to-me yarns that I used this year. And although I did say that my party planning for the year, I was going to focus on domestic, surprisingly, these two new-to-me yarns are both from foreign countries. first one is the Gilliat base, which mm. is a worsted weight, 100% natural French merino and the company name is Derurum Natura and I knit my skiff hat with this yarn and it is beautiful and then my awesome friend Inez who is Edler 007 on Ravelry she didn't enjoy the yarn so much because she doesn't like the woolier yarns 
So she gave me, she sent it to me, I paid for shipping because it was coming from Germany, a sweater quantity of this yarn. So that's in my near future to knit this beautiful yarn into maybe a Montrosa from Isabella Kramer. I swatched with that. Gail gave me a little bit to swatch with and I liked it as well. So I'm hoping to be able to acquire some of that this year. Yeah, it's a very nice lofty kind of mule spun feeling. It reminded me kind of of Imperial Ranch Erin yarn, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit softer and I, it's really a lovely yarn. And the other that I really love is Holstgarn is the name of the yarn company and it's their coast base, which is 55% cotton, 45% wool, and it's a light fingering weight yarn. They have a ton of beautiful colors and I used it for my Hito Fude and I really liked it. And for our climate, I know I'll be ordering more of it. And it's really, really reasonably priced as is the Gilead. It's very reasonably priced. Even their shipping, the Holtzgarn is in Germany, I think. And overseas shipping isn't that outrageous from either one of the companies. So it's not, not cost prohibitive. Mm -hmm. Oh, and one other thing to know, if you are ordering from an overseas site, especially in Europe, they add what's called a value added tax. And if you log into the site, if you don't log in as from the United States, it's going to bump the price up to add the VAT value added tax, which is like a 20% tax. So usually if you log in and state your country is America, that will be reduced. So it's usually a lower price than what you initially see. And did you hear Boo run around in the background? Yeah. <laughs> Boo wants to say hi on our podcast anniversary. He's standing, or standing, sitting at the door, looking out the glass door. Let me out. Let me out. He needs a party hat. He does need a party hat. That would be so cute. Did I tell you the Boo story? I don't think so. About the feathers? No. no. Okay. I was folding laundry at the table, and Boo came rushing up to the back door. It was a warm day. The back door was open. He came rushing in, looking up at me, and he had a mouthful of feathers. <gasps> Uh-oh. I gasped. This very loud, audible gasp that my son heard in the other room, and he said, what's wrong? What's wrong? Split second, as I'm gasping, because my first thought was he, he had a bird. A bird. But as, as as quickly as that thought entered my mind, the other thought was that, no, that doesn't look like any bird I have ever seen. <laughs> they were black, jet black feathers, and they were spread out. It, it, it just did not look like a bird. So this thought goes through my mind. And then a split second later, I'm looking down, and there's a little headband sticking out. Oh! from the feathers so i call my son to come over and he says well is it something bad because he he heard me gasp yeah. so he doesn't want to come over and see if it's something bad i said no come look at this he came over looked and he looked at the little headband and the feathers and he said mom it says happy new year on the front oh. <laughs> he so, was preparing for our party episode well, he was how and funny he came rushing in he was so excited it was boo's best toy best day ever toy and it was a party hat from new year's that was Aww. probably in somebody's yard uh -huh. one of our neighbors or out on the street who knows but it was one of those funny little headbands that you just stick on your head and it had a 
bunch of feathers and a big cardboard card that said Happy New Year on it. Aww. So, <laughs> so his, his I do not eat birds diet is still intact. Yes. Very good. Very good. So that was, that's the funny boo story. How cute. <laughs> funny boo story. And boo is saying hi in the background too. Yes, He's he is. Meowing. He likes, he likes to be on a <laughs> microphone, doesn't he? He wants to be a famous kitty. Okay, so still on our tasting party, we've talked about favorite yarns. Did you oh, have yes. favorite designers? Okay. Oh, that's a hard thing. That was hard. How could we have an episode without mentioning Hohilo Ho Catelli? Again, we did this independently of one another, but we both came up with the same overall winner. I counted, and I think I've knit thirteen, at least 13 of her patterns, and some of them... I may have knit more than once hats, that kind of thing. I, it was about 13, I think, is my count. And I have that many or more that I want to knit <laughs> that she has designed. So what can I say? She's frequently mentioned on the show. Not only is she a talented designer, but as Gail and I have found out when we had the wonderful opportunity to chat with her for the podcast, she's very approachable. She interacts with her knitters and her customers. She's kind and warm-hearted. Yep, she's a lovely person all around. We We have just been so happy and feel very blessed to have gotten to know her through the podcast and through her designs and so she was my favorite designer probably of all time i think mine too yeah, yeah. in I've terms of my knitting life more of yeah. her patterns than any other designer yeah and then i also selected elizabeth doherty who is someone that i recently have gotten to know and this year I've had the pleasure of knitting three of her designs. I knit a cowl, a car a pullover, and then the boot the cuffs. Yeah. And I loved them all. Elizabeth's designs always seem to have an interesting little something in them, either a unique stitch or a technique that catches my interest and catches your eye when you look at the design design elements too yeah. yeah she's yeah very good with that and i'm seriously stocking right now her woodford's cardigan that was published in wool people volume eight i picked out a tosh merino light yarn in what's the name of that colorway that i picked out it's not the composition but gray no it's, uh... it's got something to do with water rainwater rainwater okay is that it I, i'm pretty sure it's it's a pale blue and grays. It combo. reminded us of the morning dove right. colorway. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. More gray in it though. I so think. I've got that yarn picked out and I think it's going to be lovely in the Woodford's cardigan. And Elizabeth Doherty is also a lovely person. We've had yes. the pleasure of meeting her yes. in person several times. We have two stitches and it seems like there was another event where we saw her, but I can't remember what it was now. It's just really fun to talk to the person who designed your sweater. I 100% <laughs> agree. So that was kind of our best new artist, best new designer. Yes. yes. And my best new artist is Yelena, who is Y Malcolm on Ravelry, and she is a new designer, and her design name is 
Yelena M. Dasher, and I'm going to be knitting her Better Breton sweater coming up very soon. And I just have fallen in love with most of the designs she's nice. produced. And she and I chat a lot on Ravelry, and she is also a lovely person, very kind, very funny. She has her fashion blog that I've actually started wearing makeup, incredibly enough. And a lot of that has to do with her, as well as my best running friend forever. So I have Charlene, my best knitting friend forever, and <laughs> Melissa is my best running friend forever. Melissa is very fashion-oriented and makeup-oriented, etc. So I get great tips from her when we're running. And with Yelena, one of the recent episodes, I was talking about her new West End girl, Erin Style sweater, which is a pullover. Erin Style means that it has a lot of cardigans, a lot of cables. And I mentioned that it was knit into heavy of a weight of wool for us here in a milder climate. So she texted me and said, I'm going to design one in sport weight, just so that people like you can knit it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So... She said that she will have a couple new designs coming out, I think, in the next couple of months before April. So she is my favorite new designer. Nice. So congratulations, Yelena. Nice. You're kicking butt. I love it. All right. Time for another party favor. All right. So this one is Alpenglow Yarns, and it's her Mighty Fine Rambo base, which is 100% Rambolet wool from Wyoming, fiber processed and spun in Wyoming, hand dyed with natural dyes in California. The colorway is purple rain and think natural dyeing. So it's not purple rain like Prince purple rain. It's a very beautiful, it's not quite logwood. It's a deeper, much deeper purple than logwood, yeah. but it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And it has the springy bounce of Rambouillet. It's amazing. It's nice. I think it's fingering weight. I think so. Yeah. And it's 500 yards, so it must be fingering. Mm -hmm. So this is a nice big skein. You can do a lot of fun things with this. And the winner is da -da -da -dun, Data Knitter, who is Pat, who we've also had the pleasure of meeting in real life. She is actually on the committee of people who are planning the Knockers retreat mm -hmm. that we are a part of. So congratulations, Pat. It's always fun to actually know the person who's winning the It is, and we'll see Pat at Stitches, so we'll be able oh, to right. deliver that to her. Oh, that's right, bring it to her there. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, so, party preparation. Party prep. What are we prepping for? Yep. Gail and I are prepping for two events that are coming up. The first one is Stitches West 2015 oh, in so Santa Clara. That will be Thursday, February 19th through Sunday, February 22nd. Yes, indeed. We will be working with Kim and Heather in the Western Sky Knits booth on Thursday. So if you are there for the setup day, please come by and see us. And then we will be doing a little bit of shopping and a little bit of visiting on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, we're staying the whole time this time. We are. We've never done this before. It's all new. It'll be, it'll be a long fun weekend <laughs> it's we decided to stay saturday night too so last year was the first time we've ever stayed at the hotel mm -hmm. and when we went home on saturday we both were saying oh i wish we were staying tonight too <laughs> but coincidentally melissa the best running friend was moving the day after stitches last year so i had to go home and then get up early on friday and help her move which i fell asleep on the couch as soon as i got home i was just exhausted <laughs> so this year we are staying saturday night which means we're there on Sunday, which means we have more time to just hang out and talk to people. Yes. That's what we really are looking forward to. 
hanging out and talking to people, we will be having a very casual, informal <coughs> meetup in the hotel bar area that is attached to the conference hall on Saturday afternoon, beginning about 1 p.m. and going until maybe 5 p.m. if people hang out that long. We'll see. Barb and Tracy of the Two Knit Lit Chicks will be there, and rumor has it that several other podcasters and listeners will be there as well. Please keep in mind it's not a formal podcaster meetup, just a general get-together. Yeah. Anyone and everyone is welcome. We haven't invited certain podcasters or listeners. It's it's open it's to just, all. Yeah. And it's, it's just a get-together. Just a get-together that we've... The word is, it's just spread by word of mouth. Yep. And if you are attending Stitches West, consider yourself invited. Yeah, if you're going to be there and you have some time to come hang out in the bar and say hi, please do, because it's always so much fun to meet people. And I love being able, one of my first questions is always, what is your Ravelry name? Right. Because then I can <laughs> mentally connect you to your uh -huh. avatar and yeah, yes. everything yeah. just clicks for me that yeah. way. And. The second event that we will be attending is the Northern California Knitting Retreat, which we are on the planning committee for, as well as several others, including Barb and Tracy of the Two Knit Lit Chicks. The retreat will be here in Central California, April 17th through Sunday, April 19th. And I heard from Tracy that all of our retreat spaces are full but we only have three people on the waiting list so i don't know whether we'll have room it depends if anybody drops out but we're very close to being even yeah, is so, what i'm trying to say so as many given, people there were spaces for almost everybody that's wanted to attend so far we were very lucky and given natural attrition some people will drop out so if you haven't submitted your registration because you think it's too late I wouldn't think it was too late. I bet yeah. you that those three people will probably get in. Yeah, we'll see. And if you are attending, please be sure to check out the Ravelry group under the name Northern California Knitting Retreat because we'll have information as it becomes available there for the retreat weekend. And there's just been some fun chatter to people saying, yes. introducing themselves, yes. saying, oh, I'm going to yes. be there. And that's been really fun. All right, so another prize. Oh, we're behind. We have... One, two, three prizes left. Yay! <laughs> okay, so this next one is Mountain Meadow Wool. We have two skeins of this beautiful yarn. So Mountain Meadow Wool is the company, and they're from Buffalo, Wyoming. And let's see, hand-dyed, and this is from the Camino Family's Kid Ranch in Buffalo, Wyoming. So this is another domestic loveliness. And mm -hmm. these are, I would guess worsted weight 125 yards per skein and 100% mountain merino wool one of them is in sheridan in night which is a very beautiful almost jewel tones green purple blue and brown so variegated very, yeah, yeah very um subtly variegated subtly variegated and yes. the other one is called lupine and it's like the lupine flower mm -hmm. the wildflower very beautiful so pretty and those go to me make three who was also a he too fude knit alonger and you don't have your name in ravelry so me make three congratulations these two beautiful skeins are yours and they are so pretty and they're so squishable too i'm squishing them <laughs> oh and look they have little pieces of vegetable matter in them, so you know that they're like the real live thing i love that because then you know it's super authentic 
So congratulations, me make three. That's fantastic. Okay, we have two more prizes, but let's do our self-indulgent knit along mm -hmm. update first. And I wanted to say, I'm sorry that I haven't been on Ravelry quite as much, but that overall 2015 focus goal of mine means that I'm trying not to spend as much time, one, on the computer, and two, on Ravelry, because I need to move more than I need to knit and sit at the computer. So that means that you will see me catching up in blocks, which means there are like a bunch of my posts in a row, which gets kind of tedious. So my apologies. I know that as you scroll down, if you're seeing like 50 posts for me, it probably gets kind of boring. <laughs> but there has been a lot of participation in this knit along. Right now we have at least 115 people who are knitting in the knit along, which is so much fun. And you, a lot of people have either already finished a project and are still knitting or are they haven't finished the project and are still knitting or they haven't even cast on yet you have until did we say march 21st i think mm -hmm. so a long time and there are lots and lots of prizes i wanted to go through the prize list to thank everybody who is participating one of our fabulous listeners who wants to remain anonymous has given us three skeins of wool mize dk yarn that is a sweater quantity folks of Woolmize DK in the, I think it's 24FE colorway, which I think is um, irons, uh, chemistry, whatever it's called. Beautiful yarn. It's a very beautiful kind of a slate blue gray color. Charlene's playing it. 26FE. So that is irons, um, what is it, chemical, I can't think yeah. of the name right now the um periodic table there you're from the periodic <laughs> table all right so that's so the first prize each skein is 468 yards yeah so, so it's almost 1500 yards yeah they're very quantity they're yeah they're very generous skeins. and then robbie who is photo knit gal is donating a miss babs kilimanjaro set that was part of miss babs club last year Lori, who is Boston Mama 3, donated a skein of Madeline Tosh, Tosh DK in a beautiful turquoise colorway, and her story was very funny. She went to a local yarn store, and she's also doing the Love the Yarn You Own, so she didn't want to buy any yarn for herself, <laughs> but she wanted to buy yarn, and she wanted to contribute to the podcast, so she let herself buy a skein for a donation, which is so sweet. And it's a gorgeous skein. It's beautiful. Shasta, who is Shasta Daisy Yarn, has donated some yarn, and please go check out her Etsy store. She has beautiful stuff. Fiberspace donated a copy of their Vivacious Volume 1 ebook, and we have patterns from so many fabulous designers. Elena, who I just mentioned, Jen Emerson, who we've mentioned on the podcast before. She has some beautiful new designs. Pinaguri has donated three patterns, and she is the fabulous designer behind the Angry Sheep mm -hmm. cardigan, which I'm currently knitting. Estella Haynes, who is just one more row, please, mm -hmm. is she has donated three of her fabulous patterns. And Vanessa Polo is your is her Ravelry name. Vanessa donated a copy of her chromatic circle cowl pattern, which is a really pretty biased cowl, long infinity cowl. So thank you so much. There are 14 prizes. Yay. So several fabulous supporters, donators, designers, etc. And we really, really appreciate it, you guys. So your odds of winning a prize are pretty good. So <laughs> if you're not already joining in, we hope that you will join. And let's give away the last two prizes. Okay. Last two party favors are at number seven. Okay, we have a skein of Bijou Basin Sport plus 
a pattern. It's I believe it's for mitts. Yes, mitts. Yes. And this, let's see, 100% pure yak down. So it's a really neat, like moss green. Yeah. And it has yellow Little in it too. Yellow it's really pretty specs. and really soft. Lovely. So this one is goes to L. I think that is yep. L. Bergeron, Bergeron, who is Laura on Ravelry. Yeah, and she is she's participating in the self indulgent Italy right now. So super cool when we get people who are actively yes. participating. In stuff. So <laughs> congratulations, Laura. And then the last winner, she gets a project bag that was made by our friend Cindy, who is Cozy Couch on Ravelry. She hasn't been on the boards in a while because she's been doing some personal stuff, but she's a really great supporter of the podcast as well. And that goes to Cajun Princess, who is Shannon in real life. So congratulations. I'm going to go through the winners one more time, just in case you didn't hear yourself announced during the episode. And again, if you want a prize, please contact either me or Charlene on Ravelry and send us your address and we'll get your prize in the mail. So the first one, Knitting Boutique Susquehanna Fingering goes to Straight Fork, who is Kathy. The Knitting Boutique Susquehanna DK goes to Lightning, who is Lynn. The Stitch Pray Love Lip Balm and Etsy gift certificate go to Knitty Girl, who is Heidi. The Rye Crafty Revolution Stitch Markers go to JB Traveler, who is Bobby. The Alpenglow Yarn Mighty Fine Rambo goes to Data Knitter, who is Pat. We'll bring that to you at Stitches. The two skeins of Mountain Meadow Wool go to Me Make 3. The Bijou Basin Sport Yarn and the accompanying pattern go to Laura Bergeron, who is Laura. And the project bag from Cindy goes to Cajun Princess, who is Shannon. And you will have until... March 21st to claim your prize and we'll get it out in the mail to you. So congratulations everybody who won a prize. Thank you to all of you who have been listeners of the podcast and I almost forgot to mention the buttons. Oh yeah. So a lot of podcasters do pin buttons, the kind that pin onto your clothes and everybody calls them buttons as kind of podcast donation prizes you know if you donate money to the podcast they send you their their button and charlene for my birthday this year had real buttons that you sew onto a garment made for me that say the yarniacs podcast on them and we thought wouldn't that be a fun way to get some donations so what we're doing right now is we are determining one the size we think a one inch button might be the most well used size and we're trying to see if we can get our cool new Yarniacs logo yeah, on the button. Yeah, figure out. The ones so, that I had made just say the Yarniacs podcast, and then shortly after we got the logo. So we'll see if we can incorporate the two. <laughs> yeah, so we're working on that. So keep your ears open for the opportunity to, we're going to do it in three different ways. One price for one button, another price for four buttons, and another price for eight buttons. So then that way... You can use them for specific projects or right. sweaters or whatever, but they are wooden buttons, very light wood, and they say the Yarniacs podcast around the outside front, and they are snag-free. So a lot of the wooden buttons I've purchased in the past are rough, and I worry yeah, about them snagging my yarn. Smooth. These are perfectly smooth. There's no bark on them or anything like that. So we'll post a picture so you can see what they look like, and we'll give you more information as it becomes available, but we're super excited about yeah. this because they're super cute and they're real 
live buttons that you can actually use. Use on your project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so again, thank you all so much for listening to us babble as we talk about our knitting and everything else under the sun. We really appreciate you. We do. And it's been a wonderful, wonderful three ride years. these past three years. It's amazing. And we still have more to talk about. So. Surprisingly <laughs> enough. So you're not getting rid of us yet. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And thank we'll talk you. to you next time. Happy knitting. Bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.